All right, what's up, family? It's your boy John Bacon from the Bacon Bits Podcast. Thank you so much for your support, likes, and ratings. Please don't just listen, but rate me, follow me, and subscribe. This is an amazing way to offer free support. My beautiful queen and I have some books that we have written for your growth. So the first book we have is a workbook, actually. It's called Healthy Relationships, and this is a workbook through the lens of faith. Because what makes a relationship healthy or unhealthy? So this workbook is designed, it's a 12-week, it's a biblically grounded course, and every week has a, a few different principles. So if some of our principles, some of our topics that we're covering are respect, uh, cultivating security. And this is not just between a husband and wife. This is between parents, between siblings, between friends, between your bosses, employers. So it's really important and everyone deserves a healthy relationship. And also we have The Balanced Life by John Bacon. It covers how to be prosperous in your finances, relationships, your health, your mind, and your spirit. And we also have The Unraveling, a creative healing journal, pinings, poems, prayers, and ponderings of my precarious life. Um, I've had a testimony of uh, I've had two brain tumors and two brain surgeries and I'm super grateful but I'm still grieving the process of healing and this is part of the process in this book you have devotionals you have prayers and you have some ponderings and in between these pages you, there's a space for you to also be prompted to paint and to create uh, your own or maybe you want to write something in these books this is part of your creative healing journal that we get to walk through together and you guys can just head over to kingdom servants first Kingdom Servants, the number one, st.com. And you can purchase all three of these books. Thank you for your support, your love, and your contributions. God bless. I mean, the seeds in my hand are wonderful. And those seeds have a lot of plants inside of those seeds. But if you never plant those seeds in the dirt, they will never uh, produce the very thing that's, a, that's on the picture of that pack. All right, welcome family to the Bacon Bits Podcast, where we desire for you to take the bits of information and immediately apply them to your life for success. The ground rules for our podcast is that it will always be encouraging, uplifting, and informative. The areas of life that we will be talking about on the Bacon Bits Podcast is dealing with having a balanced life. And what I wanted to talk about today is who's in charge? Who's running this show in your life, man? We have so many things that are influencing us in so many different areas. Whether that's, like say, finances, whether uh, relationships, whether it's our, our spirit, whether it's our mind, whether it's our body. We have so many things that are influencing us today, whether it's TV, movies, the latest uh, trends that's going on in life, whether it's uh, sometimes, you know, the, the economy, you know, inflation, whether it's uh, COVID and whatever of the diseases and things we got coming out. So there's always something influencing us. And we got to ask ourselves the question, but who's running the show? Because everything there has to be an author to everything has to be an owner. A visionary, a planner, teacher, coach, some kind of superintendent, president, king, CEO. There's always got to be somebody that's running this show who knows the vision of where this thing is going. And the same thing in our own lives. 
do we have something new and keeping structure flowing in our organization in an organization of self what is that thing that's running the show in your life is it is it you is it your core beliefs is it uh like i said family and friends is it people that uh you're allowing to run the show in your life because if we're not careful other people will run the show you know i firmly believe there's a demonic uh influence out there that if, if we're not careful all those negative voices that we hear they will run the show you know every time something good comes up for us man we'll be like self-sabotaging stuff we'll be character assassinating stuff and we'll be like man why is it every time that stuff comes up good i'm always trying to uh sabotage the very thing that's that's a blessing to me and that's because deep down this this negative thought of ourselves that's running the show you know there's this thing that says this is too good to be true i don't deserve it I don't know why somebody would do this for me. And if we're not careful, those negative thoughts will be in charge. And every time something good comes up in our lives, we will end up blowing it. So in the beginning, God spoke the, the earth into existence and created mankind, man. And as a creator, he is always building, preparing, equipping and appointing us to be soldiers in his army, man. There's always that creative side of us, even if a person like myself, who I do not think I am creative at all. There's things that cause me, you know, to start want to start this podcast. I wanted to create something that if I was able to speak to the 20 year old me, what would I say to me? You know, what would I say as far as, you know, man, you know what? You are not God. You are not sitting on the throne of your life. You make some great decisions and, and you know, the world does not revolve around you world will keep going if i'm not if i'm here or if i'm not here the world will keep going man so the world does not revolve around me so being knowing that i'm not in charge i gotta be like okay who's running the show in this thing you know when i allow god to be god and and do what he wants to do in my life man life turns out so sweet and once again when i say sweet that don't mean easy turn out sweet is man things are falling into place that i never would have imagined there's nothing like looking back over the course of your life and seeing where you started at, you know, in your teens. You know, I left home when I was 21 because I wanted to prove that I was a man. And the reason why I love uh, still to this day uh, starting new things is because I had a great start of moving from uh, Flint, Michigan to Tucson, Arizona. And man, I had to start all over again. And that's a, that was so fun. It was so scary. It was so uh, troublesome. It was it was so many things, man. I, could, I really uh, would love to tell people, you know, man, you're going to have a certain mindset. You're going to be dogmatic and everything is going to fall into place. Man, there was a many a thing that didn't fall into place when I first moved here. But I love starting over, man. I love starting afresh, man. I'm talking about some of the things that I've had to start over in my life, whether it was uh, starting, you know, coming from 2,000 miles away, like I said, from two, uh, Flint, Michigan to Tucson. Whether it was starting uh, starting over at my job, you know, starting a new job and love doing that. Uh, I love starting from jobs that the last three jobs that I've had, I had to start them from scratch. So the jobs, the, the buildings, the companies weren't even open yet. And we got a chance to start from scratch into the later foundation. And it was beautiful to be able to do that. You know, I've worked in uh, with. Uh, developmentally disabled you know uh, people on the spectrum and it was love starting them on learning new tasks of whether it was you know putting their clothes up uh, whether it was washing dishes or whether it was uh 
helping them learn how to uh, brush their teeth or to ride on an elevator or escalator. Man, all those new beginnings were so fun. You know, it was challenging. Don't get me wrong, because if they've never done it before and you're trying to teach them how to do it, it's very challenging. Uh, I loved uh, raising my kids at the beginning, man, because the cool part was I was able to teach all my kids their uh, colors, teach them their numbers. The first school they went to was the school of daddy. And it was always fun teaching my kids the, the very first the new beginnings, uh, whether it was, like I say, ABCs or coloring or, you know, teaching them how to brush their teeth, teach them how to take a bath, whatever it was. I love doing new beginnings. And sometimes that's the most challenging thing a lot of people have in their lives is because they never uh, I can't say never want to start it, but they don't have the, the courage to start it, man. Because if you start a new business, who's responsible for how it turns out? you uh when you start uh, a new relationship you know half the relationship is dependent upon you uh when you start a new diet plan who is it dependent upon you on how you eat uh new workout routine it's on you uh whether you're starting you know trying to write your first book or trying to write uh your first uh, uh song or whether it's you're writing poetry if you've never done it before, all of that stuff is dependent upon you. So starting from fresh, from scratch, uh, something new, man, it's exciting. But at the same time, it's scary, man. But you always have to ask yourself, you know, as you're starting, you know, what's the reason I'm doing this? Who am I doing it for? You know, and why am I doing it? You know, so uh, one of the things that I love doing is I, I want to always make sure I, I place God first uh, in my life and everything I do. And that's super challenging. I ain't going to lie. I really wish I could say, man, every time God asks me to do something, I'm just gung ho and ready to do it. Man, there are some things I'll be struggling with because I'm a person that always when I start something, I want to know how it's going to turn out. I always want to know how it's going to turn out. I don't ever want to start something and have no idea how it's going to turn out. But we have to always go into things knowing that, man, when you first start something, man, it's not going to look anything like how it started. You know, so one of the uh, things that keeps me going is when I look at uh, the picture of seeds to a plant. You know, my wife is a, a beautiful uh, planter, as you would say. She loves starting new plants and our whole house. has got plants all over the place. And there's nothing like seeing how the seeds look on the package <laughs> and how the picture is supposed to turn out. This looks totally different. I mean, the seeds in my hand are wonderful. And those seeds have a lot of plants inside of those seeds. But if you never plant those seeds in the dirt, they will never uh, produce the very thing that's a that's on the picture of that package of uh, the seeds. And it's the same thing with life, man. A lot of us know in our heads what to do. But as far as planting it in the dirt of our hearts and making that thing happen and cultivating it and nurturing it, it will never happen. And it's the same thing, you know, I would say as children of God, uh, I think a lot of Christians have Jesus still on the cross of their minds, but they've never taken him off the cross to plant him in their hearts so that they can have the harvest and the kind of life that he says. So there's one thing of knowing scriptures backwards and forwards, you know, the Hebrew and the Greek, and you know, all this wonderful stuff. But if somebody was to look at your life, would they see from the love that you have for people? That you are a child of God. And I think that's a major thing. I think more people would be uh, having a relationship with God if that actually happened. Where they would just get out of their heads and get into their hearts the word of God and what he wants to do in their lives, man. 
So I think that's super important. So when we say in charge, just as the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. What more could you ask for? Our God, he makes us to lie down in green pastures. Man, green? What does green symbolize? Something fresh, something new. And God wants us to sit down and enjoy the newness of where our life is at. Whether that's a new relationship, a new job, man, a new recipe we learned, or a new language you're trying to discover. I think a lot of times we are in such a hurry to get to a destination that we forget to enjoy the process of the ride. I really believe that, man. I think one of the things that we really loved while we was in a South Dakota, man, was the weather. What we what we enjoyed about South Dakota is I was seeing plants and trees that I had never seen before. As far as we was enjoying our uh, kids, as well as enjoying the 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 the, the season and enjoying the, uh, the the place where we were at, I think that's really important, man, for us to sit down, slow down, man, and enjoy our lives. And God being in charge, man, he leads us beside the still waters, man, of life. Leads us. Will we allow him to lead us, man? Will we allow him to take charge? We will allow the spirit of God that lives in us, man, to help us live this life out. When we say he's in charge, is he really in charge? Or do we take the wheel and we hope Jesus sits on the passenger side? How do we allow him to be in charge? How can you even believe you are in charge of anything where you don't birth yourself, you don't pick your parents, you don't choose the texture of your hair, you did not choose the color of your eyes, you can't make your hair grow, your heart beat, the blood pump, you can't determine your height. It says in Psalms 119.73, thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. Man, that is powerful. If God does all that, why wouldn't we just let him be in charge, man? But guess what? It always goes back to this. He's going to tell me what to do, but am I willing to do it? That's a big one, man. That's a big one. He says, love others as I love myself. That means even my enemies, because God made everybody fearfully and wonderfully in his image and in his likeness. And whether I like them or not, whether I like their personalities or not, whether I like uh, how they talk to me or not, guess what? God still wants me to love them in spite of. And man, that is a challenge because I got to allow God to be in charge and say, Lord, I want you to love them through me. Because as of right now, I feel like knocking this person out. I feel like busting them in the mouth, <laughs> giving them a black eye. I feel like causing them some bodily harm. But, Lord, you told me not to do that. You told me to. Make sure I love them and respect them. And guess what? I ain't got to be there the whole time. Uh, God says it in this word. I love that he gave us this. He says, if it's at all possible, live peaceable with all men. That's work, man. That's work. Part of you being in charge of your life is, will you take responsibility for where your life is at? Will you take responsibility? And that takes a lot of work, man. That takes a lot of humility. That takes humbling that takes uh, killing our egos and our pride. You know, like I said, always have a little bit, man. Like I said, to, to put some deodorant on. My wife says, put some cologne on and, and make sure you, you know, if you have hair, because I don't have any hair to comb, uh, make sure you're taking care of your hair, you know, putting some makeup on and things of those nature. But when it's all said and done, like, are you taking charge for what God has given you, man? Can I admit and acknowledge this is where I'm at in life? And 
I'm at this point in my life right now because of the decisions that I have made. Let me acknowledge that. You know, I might have seen uh, relationships, how they ran, but I got to understand that I don't have to be forced to run my relationship according to what I've seen. And it's hard to do when you was raised uh, a certain way. And then, you know, as you get older, that that wasn't that wasn't the way. But you're trying to learn. Okay, let me learn what it is to be in a healthy relationship. Let me learn how it is to manage my money correctly. Let me learn how to love uh, like I've always desired to be loved. Let me learn to take care of the body that I've been blessed with, man. Let me acknowledge that. And it's one thing to acknowledge it. And then it's one thing to take responsibility of. You know what? I'm here because of me. I did this. Let me acknowledge that. Let me do those things that I know uh, and, and say, you know what? I put myself in this predicament. Uh, I'm the one that did the drugs. I'm the one that did the alcohol. I am the one who uh, cussed that person out. I am the one who said mean things. I am the one who physically got in trouble. So whatever that thing is, man, admitting this is where I'm at right now, acknowledging that that is really important, acknowledging it, accepting it, that you take responsibility. Now that I've done all those things, what action steps can I take to change my life? What are those action steps? And that is important because I got to come up with a game plan because we've heard it said before. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. You have got to have some kind of idea of what you need to do to jumpstart your heart, jumpstart that mind, jumpstart your uh, energy level of where you're trying to go, of you saying that you're in charge. I got to have an aha moment. When I'm trying to change anything, I got to acknowledge and be honest and accepting of where I'm at. The next step is I got to be brutally honest and tell myself the truth, man. Got to tell myself the truth. But what is the action steps after that? A-H-A. Awakening. Let me acknowledge that. Let me uh, be honest with myself and tell myself the truth. Stop lying to myself because if I lie to myself, I'm going to lie to everybody that's around me. So I got to tell myself the truth. And now I got to have some action steps on what it is to do to change my life, man. And it ain't got to always be something big at the beginning. Just getting started is huge. Getting started is huge. Whether that is, let me start uh, saving 1% because I would never, I didn't have any savings. I was going from paycheck to paycheck. Let me start saving 1% a month. You know, let me put that away in a, in a jar because, you know, my, I'm talking about my pride and ego. Man, I don't want to take no $7 to the bank. That's embarrassing. So let me just put it in a jar or a little uh, box or something and put it away and keep on consistently saving up that 1%. And then when I say, man, you know what? That's pretty easy. Let me go to 2% and let me start saving that. And let me start saving that. And then when that's good, easy, three. So then you just build your way up to having a nice savings account. Whether it's with my relationships, man, I got to start killing my pride. I got to start getting to the point that every time, you know, my kids or my wife speaks, let me just be quiet and listen, not to respond, but to be able to pay attention to what they are saying. And if I don't understand what they're saying to acknowledge that and say, you know what, babe, let me repeat back to you what I thought I heard you say, because sometimes because we're dealing with so many past voices and our own uh, negativity that sometimes we don't hear things correctly. So if it's learning how to start from there, let me let me learn how to listen, man. That's a big part of having great, uh, great relationships is, is let me learn how to listen. 
I'm not always right. Let me admit that. Let me acknowledge that. You know what? I always think I'm right when I'm doing everything. Let me stop and pay attention to listen uh, to what the other person has to say that I'm in a relationship with him. Man, when it comes to health, man, for all of us coffee drinkers out there that love drinking coffee, how about I challenge you to drink 16 ounces of water first and then you drink some coffee. Let's try another one. So instead of me, I'm talking, I'm telling y'all all my pet peeves about myself. Uh, I love fast food, love fast food. Oh my God, I got a wife that cooks wonderfully, but I have this itch for fast food. Love it. How about I start carrying around a little mandarin orange or apple, some cashews in my pocket, banana. And you know that's fast food, right? Because all I got to do is peel that orange, peel that apple, peel that banana, pop them cashews in my mouth, boom, and it's fast food. It's quick. So, and part of, of taking charge of my life is, you know what, let me make real small changes in my life that will help me be a better human being, a uh, better man, better woman, better husband, better wife, uh, better uh, father to my kids, man, whatever, whatever that thing may be, better friend. Uh, let me take those small steps on a daily basis that's going to help my life be better. But how many times do we just be in a rush and, and then when we get in trouble and life don't turn out the way we want it to be, we always want to uh, cast that blame off on somebody else because we're really good at that, giving the blame off. And, and we've been doing it since the beginning. You know, Adam blamed Eve, Eve blamed the snake, you know, so we always trying to cast that those uh, uh, wrongs that we've done in our lives off on somebody else. And we have got to get to the point where, you know what, we take charge and say, the reason why I'm in the predicament I'm in is because my pride and ego would not let me admit that I'm wrong. And now that I'm acknowledging that I'm wrong and I'm stopping lying to myself, let me start telling myself the truth and making those necessary steps to get back in charge of my life and allowing God to do what he does best. And that's uh, give himself glory through my actions and doing the things and the steps that I need to take to have that great life, man. What? And who's in charge of my life? What steps am I taking? What am I doing to help myself have a great life? So what I got to do to surrender? I got to direct my thoughts because my thoughts be all over the place, man. I got to slow down and pay attention. I got to slow down and, and, and guide my body and, and taking better care of my body. I got to ask myself, what areas do you struggle with giving over to God. That's a big one, man. Because when you're trying to make him Lord of your life, man, we always have areas that we're struggling in. We always want to, guess what, be the captain of our ship. You know, we want to make sure that we're running the show. But when I surrender and say, you know what, Lord, how, how can I make this life better by giving up this struggle of letting you have it? You know, because I grew up where you had to always uh, take charge of your life and be running the show and 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 doing those things that sometimes I've seen other people doing it and it didn't work for them and I'm still doing it anyway. So I have to watch out for that. Uh, if someone were to watch me, would they see God controlling my life? If somebody was to watch me, could they see that the stuff that I'm talking about, is it really working in my life or am I just using the head knowledge that I have, which not, which not uh, applying it to my own very life? Have you asked uh, the Lord to control areas in which you struggle, man? Yeah, whether it's struggle in uh, 
anything, you know, struggling with the ego problem, struggling with uh, knowing what to say, struggling with knowing what to do, struggling with trying to go to this next level in my life and whatever whatever area that may be to slow down, pay attention and say, you know what, Lord, I'm going to need your help on this because I'm all over the place. And I would like to leave you with this, man. Seek God for direction in everything you do. By you spending intimate time with the Lord, this will become natural to you. And then he will easily answer all the questions that you have. But we got to slow down and let him run the show. This is your boy John Bacon with another segment of Bacon Bits. I love you guys. God bless.